Yeah, I thought I was prepared for this. I wanted it months ago. And now that I've seen that, I instantly regret my decision, right? dude. Oh, my God. It's so, going to be good, though. Yeah, uh, we're recording now. Uh, we'll get to what I just watched by the end of this. But this is uh, Take Under. Hector and Joseph here recapping Take Over. Vengeance Day uh, that just happened yesterday. We gave ourselves the night off to to recuperate. Um, and after watching that, if I had seen that video, I'm kind of having to wipe away tears from my eyes to, to get through the rest of this right now. Uh, we'll, we'll get through it. Yeah, so, got any opening thoughts you want to share with us? I do have some opening thoughts, but I do want to say this real quick. Congratulations to me and Keith Lee on their engagement. Yeah, so, good I for you guys. Pictures. Was it yesterday or the day before? Day it, before it, right? it it was on Valentine's Day. Oh, cool. Yeah, so congratulations to you two. Uh, now that uh, they're engaged, I'm, I will stop talking shit. Uh, <laughs> I so here's the thing. I I saw another clip from the person who was the subject of my ire in our last episode. And I'm going to mm. say this as kind of a challenge to ourselves. Going forward, we'll use criticism, but let's try and keep be as positive as possible because there are times <laughs> where we've just shat all over this stuff. So let, let's just try and and we've been trying to lean that way towards. So let's just try and keep that going. Uh, with that, let's get started on this night. And honestly, the first match might be my match of the night: uh, Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez versus Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart for the Women's Dusty Roads Tag Team Classic Final. Uh, what did you think about it? Overall, the match was really good. I just thought in spots, like, it was a little sloppy, but it wasn't from from Dakota and Raquel's side. It was from Shotzi and Ember's side, which I was kind of surprised. But I enjoyed this match very, very well. And again, Dakota is the best female bump artist in the game like she's like oh just pretend like you're dead and your body will flail around <laughs> like it was great to see so congratulations <laughs> on their victory uh i think S- sasha and bailey are constantly in the running with like trying to challenge themselves to to beat her for that but yeah i don't think anybody ragdolls themselves as much as her so that's where like if you're into ragdolling yeah she definitely takes the the biggest bumps but believable ones i think she'll she'll start to tone it back to be more like like them too if you if you start to see her going forward or like in the once she starts to be a seasoned veteran with all the rest of yeah. them in there once she gets to the main roster i mean i see what you're where you're coming with with the sloppiness from shotzi and ember but that's kind of their style like just fuck it i'm gonna end up just throwing my body at you and even if i don't end up hitting you like that like i was telling liz in the middle of it this this reminds me of an indie show match because it is like they were just pushing through the slop like fuck it we're just gonna keep gonna going keep with going, a lot of yeah. these spots yeah and like for that and for those two characters i think it works really well but for anybody else i don't think i would have been as into it yeah and and i think that's why i enjoyed it overall because i was like fuck it let's keep going it was yeah. like i i wasn't not entertained at no point like i was like oh like oh, i hope you're okay or something but like you can pick up on it but they just kept going so it was awesome yeah, yeah. All my criticism of them before were like they're they're two stars that shouldn't be in a tag team. I think was completely absolved in this match. So they sh- they saved it for the final, which was great uh, because they worked together really well in this match. They also had spots where like I think they finally worked it out to where Shotzi was like a star, and then when they tagged out, like Ember did her like awesome stuff. So they went back and forth, and they weren't 
there was times where they were they were doing team stuff and it was great but and like but there was a couple of spots of those more so i think they they found a way to make their pacing work because mm-hmm. they're technically the same superstar so whenever they were in the ring they were just being at high frenetic pace instead of somebody trying to take it back other than the part where they had uh they had dakota in that that submission hold which was yeah. all the part where, where they were drawing it out that power bomb that raquel did on Shotzi against that cage. We've seen power bombs against that cage before, but none where oh. they're like she shoved her from her shoulders. <laughs> it looked crazy. I loved that spot so much, and Shotzi just died afterwards. Like talking about t- being able to take bumps. Every person in this match, there was no weak link in this match. I don't think, yeah. and it was it was great from start to finish. I I really loved it. I completely forgot that the ramp was level and not underneath. And when you see Raquel just chuck Ember out, and I was like. Oh, that's solid. I was like, where's she going? <laughs> yeah, I didn't even actually even see that. I think I was getting food or something, and then I came around the corner, and the match was already going. So when that happened, and she just stopped right there, I was like, what the hell was that? <laughs> like, I was just completely blindsided by it. I, I was, I thought it was an error or something. I, yeah, like my brain broke for a second until I looked over. I was like, they had that ramp, and I was like, oh yeah, I forgot to tell you they had this ramp. <laughs> Oh man, it was just, it was really good. I do I think we both picked the winner because we both did want to see we want to see where this goes now and I think this does give us our best shot to finally have NXT women's tag team or finally have yeah, the tag team, the tag team women, belts, women's tag um, team champion belts on an NXT team. And hopefully they'll stay here for a little while, at least for a couple yeah. months or so. Uh did you see what I didn't think I put it in our chat. Did you see what Shayna tweeted out right afterwards Mm-mm. she must have had it ready but it was a gif of her her and dakota in the ring this is right after a dakota match shana's got her big jacket on and she just comes up to dakota and just punks her and dakota just like cowers in fear <laughs> she tweeted it right after that match dude so uh like we were talking about before i can't wait to see that dynamic and see how it's gonna play out now that raquel's there it's gonna be real she's like i ain't afraid no more <laughs> yeah yeah or she's like Raquel's gonna be knocked out, but at some point, she's just gonna cower in fear again. So we'll have to see where that goes. I'm excited for it for sure. Oh, man. It's so good. Do you uh, do you think that they'll win in their in their shot? I think they will because it the belts have no one has won the belts in NXT, and two, they should leave the belts in NXT because they actually have women's teams that they can can use. And then he can travel to the other. That way, the other shows don't have to worry about it as much, in my opinion. Because right now, they just keep breaking up everybody anyway, and then mixing them up with people they shouldn't be tag team partners with. Yeah, yeah, I agree. They're kind of like it would be a good reset to not have them on there for a couple months. Let their tag team like sort of figure it itself out, and then when they're ready, Riot Squad or whoever, probably Riot Squad, because they've been the longest tenured tag team takes it off of Dakota and Raquel and then you can take those belts back and NXT still has their strongest women's division ever which they're still propping up. I think that is an indication that they're, that they're leading to them coming here is, is that's all we heard. At least that's all their Twitter kept talking about all all Sunday was women's division this women's division that which I got to say once again why are you partnering with the hottest sports brand that you're partnering with if that's what you're trying to uh, support. 
Uh, anyway, <laughs> second match of the night, which was Gargano and Kushida. And I was really surprised by this. Looking at it, it looks like they got the second most amount of time, which is fine. They're, they're the pretty biggest stars here. But to sandwich these two tag team matches with this match, this is like shooting all your bullets and... and well, I mean, because the other two are the, the the main championships, so I don't even know how you stack that. But with with how the matches ended up, this match was so good. It was too good to be a mid card match. NXT is just so stacked. <laughs> I the way that I would have probably done it is I would have started NXT with this match, but then I was looking over. I was like, how do you really start it off? Because it was a really good takeover. Like it was just. In my opinion, really good. Yeah. Um, but man, I was like, I I actually did not know who was gonna win because of how how good they were, yeah, especially so. the build up towards the end. And I was like, oh shit, Kushida's finally gonna win his belt. And and no, it was fucking Johnny Wrestling. I don't <laughs> like him like this. <laughs> I'm I'm so surprised that they kept the belt on him, especially after seeing Kushida. That match, the way it played out. Let me just say, it was so so good and like even to the point where it was just an homage to a lot of the japanese matches we've seen where they were like on their knees just like barely even striking each other and that's like straight out of every single wrestle kingdom main event at some point they they have that mat, that, that spot there yeah and to see that like in stateside here with these two i there wasn't a loser with this match at all but i would have liked kushida to, to get the belt I guess because Johnny has the the faction behind him and the mm-hmm. character behind him, I can see keeping it on him. Like it's it's more intriguing, but I don't think that he necessarily needs it. Well, like we need to see Kashida for, for a reason, match after match, and they haven't been able to give us that. This belt would have been the perfect reason oh, for yeah. it. And now I just wonder where we're gonna see him next. And I hate it because I love I I've come to love him more as we've as we've done this and we've seen more and more of him. The when he didn't win, I instantly thought, "Damn, is his contract up soon?" Because same, and I was like, "He he might just go back to New Japan because they love him then." Um, but man, yeah, this I was, is so good. I was good. almost thinking the same, but AEW, like, man, would it have been better if he had just gone over there? And I've been thinking about that with some of the other wrestlers too, but. We wouldn't have gotten this match. We mm-hmm. wouldn't have gotten the match with Swerve. We wouldn't have gotten even that match with Leon Ruff against Grizzle Young Veterans was so good. Like he's such a good asset to have here. We still have to. We can still see him against Cameron again with his new heel. Like there's still so much for him to do. So I hope that's not the case, but it it could be. Yeah, and but... it it would be unfortunate if if this was his tenure in NXT. So they need to start doing something with him. Otherwise, it's just gonna be have been a waste to bring him here at all. Yeah, like they, I know it was slow getting out of the gate, and they brought it up too, like during the match. But like, just let like once they realize that, let him be who he is. Oh man, just to the moon as Kevin Grimes would say. <laughs> yeah, which we'll mention here. We did get another spot. I'm so surprised the we got a promo video. spot of Kevin Grimes in there. But I, lo- I loved it. I'm, I'm never gonna not like a Kevin Grimes spot. So yeah, I was super stoked for that. It's so good. I just like how the night and they like drop the beats is like to the moon, to the moon. <laughs> yeah, they beat us, so now we can't I was gonna use that spot in our intro a lot, so now we gotta use the Kiss My Grits one before he comes out with, with his second hit that that will be Kiss My Grits. Grits. 
oh, I shouldn't have released that now. They're going to work on it overtime, and the next day it's going to be his, his new hit on Wednesday. Uh, so, yeah, Kushida Gargano was great. I wonder where Gargano is going to go with this and who he's going to feud with. Maybe it's Thatcher again, but I'm we'll, thinking we'll have Dex- to see. I'm thinking Dexter Loomis. I think Dexter Loomis is just going to be a threat to the entire faction. Yeah, that's true. And and then, like, he's going to roll, he's going to get through Austin Theory, and then he's like, now I'm going to go after you. Yeah, I didn't even think about that, because I've been thinking about him more with Theory, which that spot where he chloroformed him and snatched him up was so good. I didn't even see it, because it was another one of those things where I was looking away or must have been tweeted or something, and then I saw somebody mention it. I was like, wait, what happened? Yeah, I was I making something. Clip. I was making something, and it went quiet, and I was like, what's going on? And I come, and I barely see the end of it, and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> it, here's the thing. NXT is showing how to kidnap people because <laughs> like, they've been doing it for the past two years it's all been dexter lewis i was gonna add, that was gonna be my follow-up on this one is where do we see theory next is it gonna be in the trunk of a car over under on the it being the trunk of a car like roderick strong or does dexter lewis have more creativity than that i think he's gonna be end up in a van somewhere <laughs> van in a swamp <laughs> there you go all right well we'll have to see uh yeah what this means for the way going forward so then the men's dusty road tag team classic final was msk and grizzled young vets and i just gotta say this match was amazing this was everything an nxt tag team match has always been billed as and they did kind of lean into what we were talking about last time where grizzled young vets are are more are less of like the high flying guys because of who they're in with but i mean that that flip that James Jake did was fucking insane. There's yeah. no way that like the revol the revival was ever gonna do something like that in here. So like it was kind of a hybrid where they they kind of had got to have their cake and eat it to have that pers- that persona in this match, but then mm-hmm. they were still flashy as they needed to be. Here's the thing: the whole time I was watching this, I was like, one, okay, MSK stepped it up, yeah, and then it's at the and also like it's the level of like what we expect from a tag team like match at takeover but i have to give props and i hate fucking doing this <laughs> to, gr- to to grizzled young vets because if this is what they say that they can do do this all the fucking time yeah. don't be like mid-level stuff like 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 you show me this shit i will be a fan i'm giving you respect <laughs> right now because of how amazing this fucking match was and like i can see what you're planning what you said that next year they might win it all and like fucking third time the charm and they win the whole thing and i would not bat an eye at it because of this one match this is fucking great and i was so happy to see it because they're focusing on their tag team division oh man it was so good yeah and nobody can there's very few people in this promotion that can cut a promo like gibson like there there are some good promos in nxt but this that's one of the things that's one of their their hindrances here because it is people still trying to flesh out their stuff mm-hmm. in terms of it being like developmental but gibson every time he's on the mic is just really good the only thing that i make fun of him is when he goes Grizzled in red. like yeah. he's and it's funny because before the match he did that and i was like oh whatever he's pretending to take a big shit again and then like two minutes into the match it's on and i was like oh, i'll take it that back <laughs> <laughs> uh i do gotta say i 
I don't know if you saw NXT UK, but uh, Flash Morgan and Andrew Webster, I think it's Andrew Webster, that did uh, Are the they tag the team that we then? like from over there. Yeah. No, they're not the tag. They're not the champions, but they had a unsanctioned. It was either an unsanctioned or a Falls Count Anywhere, whatever. It was a hardcore match of some sort on NXT UK. Go back and watch that match. It was really good. And they're in, like, if you bring that tag team here between MSK, Grizzle Young Vets, them, people like, uh, who else is still here? I mean, no, Brizango. That, that broke up. Brizango, Legado, Lucha House Party, instantly you have oh. a tag team that can rival almost anybody. And that's saying something considering you didn't care about this even like three months ago. Because like all the tag teams have left, even the crappy ones that we don't want to talk about are gone. Like the whole division is like, oh, we're emptying it out and yeah. forgot to restock it. And now they're restocking it again. And yeah. it, it's amazing how quickly they were able to do it too. Yeah, see, I don't think those two those guys are gonna come here because they they did want they spoiler alert they they won that match that we that we saw, but it was a it's it is a pretty big rivalry that they finished so maybe they can finish up something tie up some loose ends there and then come here because those guys are honestly too good for NXT UK. NXT UK is okay and they they do need them if you're trying to keep it but if you're not you need to you need to do something with those guys cuz they are they are way too good to be wasted on that show. And here's the funny thing is they don't even need to rent a boat just put them on the back of Walter and then have them swim across the Atlantic. <laughs> I think you got three people over here we can progress all our storylines. Um all right so then we come to trying to think what probably is the low point of the night for me was this triple threat match and it wasn't to necessarily take away from them but i'm looking at the times here guess it's how so much time short. They guess how much time they had for this match i felt like it was only like a seven minute match 12 minutes yeah they, so they had five minutes less than every other match here i don't know i i think there was a good match in here as much as i have disputed and tried to shortchange this this women's reign which i i won't do much anymore uh any more than i've already have on this show but that match was just not justice for for this culmination of like especially if you're trying to push all these narratives of mercedes 20 years this is what i've been waiting for tony like trying to be the young upstart and then eo still trying to this is her legacy yeah a yeah. 12 midget, 12 minute match is not a legacy i'm sorry i'm sorry like as much as you guys keep saying her legacy historic this historic that it's not unless you you try and give her that time which you haven't really except for like three spots which was candace the Rhea match and then the triple threat those yeah. were the really good matches of this reign i ask you what else is what else is really good of this reign the uh, i like it was so short it made me wonder if someone got injured in there and they haven't announced it or uh, there was something else before before beforehand that they're like i only can be out there for so so long because yeah i i was enjoying it and it ended and i was like i was like what the hell like i'm glad the outcome yeah but i but i expected uh, especially from the women's division something long like yeah, the longer best women's yeah. division on the planet which for sure like it, it definitely is i'm not gonna i'm not gonna refute that it, it yeah. there's no women's division that on earth that can touch it and i was i even tweeted out like you can come that's the thing is you combine new japan uh aw impact and all those guys rival 
SmackDown and Raw put together for sure. The talent, no, nowhere, no question about it. And those storylines, instantly better. You put all those companies together, and they, they have... still are shadowed by this NXT women's division, and that's that yeah. is wild to me that they have that much talent. And then you go on and make these women put on this match. Like, no, I'm sorry, you take away some of those those long ass grappling exchanges that were in the match that we'll talk about right now. Mm-hmm. And you give them another three, at least three or four minutes to put on some really good spots. Five minutes more like they should have had that tag team time for sure. Yeah. The. Yeah, it is. It, it's funny because it, we both agree it is a low point match. It still was an okay match just because yeah, my, 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 my person won. Um, but I, the whole time I was criticizing the shit out of Mercedes, I was all like, I was like, she doesn't belong here. Like, in my opinion, I was like, she does, she's okay. She should just be moved back and like go to Raw or SmackDown at this point. They could use her for something else and develop her. Like, I feel that she's too much in the way of all the other narratives that they have going forward. And and it is kind of true because she backstepped and said, I don't want to be part of retribution and so they put her back in nxt so they just gotta figure out a way to get her back up there so we can finish flush out these better narratives that are going on because either one thing's gonna happen raquel's gonna be the dominant champion for a whole year when she beats eo or eo's gonna drop to somebody else probably finally gonna drop either to candace or shotzi and and then and then raquel will finally go up i wouldn't mind seeing dakota finally win it at least for two months and get have her have a two month title reign. I I honestly don't want Dakota to get it here ever, and I think that would make it better when she gets it on the main roster. Uh-huh. Um, and I think kind of her role here, uh, like her role here, doesn't deserve it. And I'm I'm very of the mind that not everybody gets a championship. I'm sorry, like there's special there's special people here, and they get a championship. Not everybody gets a turn, and Dakota's character here does not get a turn. She, she like the way that it's played out. Sorry. Dakota can get it on the main roster, but but not here, in my opinion. I I honestly think this was the best showing from Mercedes, and that was after last the last time we saw her being the best showing from Mercedes. But I get what you're saying, and I do think because of the like I was saying with Dakota, the way that like once you get to be around longer and you you work with more people, it's kind of like more uh plug and play really mm-hmm. you kind of you have your set in your style and i think mercedes is set in her style that way that she could be on the main roster and yeah she would be better with not part of retribution she would like her instead of lacy her instead of naya her instead of i even want to say dana they like she could put on a better match with a lot of those people that are going to be on that roster now especially that you have people like bianca and Rhea will probably be here yeah. soon that aren't going to they're, the two of them are exceptions. They can carry matches. But if you have, like, a Peyton in there, Peyton's not going to be able to carry a match with, with like, a Lacey. And that's why no. you have kind of these weak weekly matches where if Mercedes was in there, Mercedes could carry that match and put Peyton over. Or Mercedes can carry a match and put Alexa over. That's, I think you're completely spot on with that, where she should be on that, that main show. And if you, ha- if you have her, why not? You're just yeah. wasting her time down here. But maybe it's because they like that narrative of I've been around for twenty years. But that only and... can go so like so far to the point where like I hear that all the time, and, and I get that's the point of this. And she's like, "Oh, I've been coming for for the belts or whatever." I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like that's how I hear it in my head. And I was like, 
it's been 20 years for a fucking reason. And I was like, and guess what? It's going to be 21 at the end of this one. Like, that's my mentality behind it when they keep pushing that. And I was like, and, and, and I think about the, the other female wrestlers that are coming up behind her or at the level. And I was like, you're taking a spot from someone that I think should be in that triple threat other than you. And I was like, congratulations, you've made history. Even, like, um, why can't I think of her name right now? Edge's wife. Beth. Beth. For some reason, I was going to say Dana Brooke. <laughs> um, Beth was, like, even bringing up that she was wrestling when it wasn't the easiest, when, like, there was a women's division was getting uh, recognized as, as it is now, which is good, which is great, and I appreciate that. But we're here now, and you should be up there. That's totally fine. Let's keep Broadway, keep going with the quality that we have, and then you can go up to Hollywood. That's totally fine. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we don't we don't have to keep harping on it, but we, yeah, I think that that's good good point to leave off of there. So moving on to the NXT Championship match, and this. This is what I was alluding to earlier. Maybe you'll feel differently than me, but basically if I had turned this off at the end of the tag team matches, I would not, I, my night probably would have been better because both of these matches just took away from me, took away everything except for the, the, the complete ending right after the match of the, of the championship match. So I, here's the thing the the uh, Gargano and Kushida, match was 20 was about 25 minutes 24 49 this match was same 25 11. that kushida Johnny gargano match in my opinion was way better they got along the same kind of themes i think and mm-hmm. psychology that they were trying to get along in this match and they did it so much better and pete dunn and pete dunn and finn Balor could have put that match on my question i guess is 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 this long slog technical drawn out matches were only the last five or 10 yeah really five eight minutes are the the meat and potatoes of it is this going to be finn balor's reign here because if that's the case i kind of don't like i kind of don't like it i it made sense for the two the for the set of the o'reilly matches because they wrestled that way in the in the first one okay wrestled that way in the second one but this is a whole other uh this is a whole other person this is the first time you guys have ever wrestled it should be it should have been something different than this in my opinion and i I don't, I mean, I'm not there. I don't, I'm not a wrestler. I don't know like how to kind of ground this criticism, but it just wasn't there for me, I guess. It, it was more boring for me. And I did like the finish before we even get into the fallout. But the, the I mean, uh, that's just the comparison I'm making is the Kushida match and the Gargano match was better to me. And they were trying to tell the same story as what, from what I got. So I actually really like this. And it's, and it's one because they've never wrestled each other. And two, I, I actually even enjoyed how Wade Bear like showed that maybe that Finn has been running from Pete Dunne because every time Finn would move from one region of wrestling to another, Pete was actually right behind him. So this is the first time like they've ever met and they've done it here in the U.S., which is kind of cool. It's a nice little story they do with it. I, the the technical aspect I enjoyed because. That's who they are, just to like sense each other out. And then Pete Dunn's trying to get the fingers all the time. It shouldn't have lasted as long as it should have. Maybe cut it down by five minutes. 
um, and then get into the meat and potatoes. But this was, to me, I I thought it was a great match between them two and to settle things. Um, and I thought they might, at the end of the match, I thought they would have might have been like a handshake or something. But no, that's not how it turned out. But we'll get to that. <laughs> but I I get where you're coming from, and and I think it's more the fact that to get the entertainment portion of it, unless you're like really into like the technical aspects, like I like technical stuff. But not when it's consistent, like, all the freaking time, like, Thatcher does it. Um, but, yeah, I, I thought this was great. And I like how the reference when um, when the prince took out the mouth guard of Pete Dunne, because that's what he's known for, takes it out so he can try to break his jaw. I was like, I was like, he, he, talking about my jaw, I'm going to make sure you get some screws in yours. Yeah. Yeah, I... I mean, I guess I am. I'm being harder on it because of the beginning of. It. I did. I did. Re- I did like the match for sure. I and because I'm. I'm measuring it to NXT standard for me. Yeah. Um. I guess is really what it is. But yeah, like I. I like technical stuff to an extent. I. I have been the 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 lower man on technical stuff for here in this epi- in this show for sure. But um, like the Gargano stuff. I love Gargano's matches. His. Not everybody can wrestle the way he does, and it would obviously be boring the way he does. But the way that he always starts off with a technical, like I understand that these matches have to start that way. They're, they're wrestling, but I'm I'm tuning into WWE for sports entertainment. They're a sports entertainment company. I there's a reason that W that AEW is my second choice. There's a reason that W like New Japan are my are my second choice. If I'm here for this, that's what I'm here for. And we've talked about like the Broadway versus versus yeah. um, the main show like before, but. Still, like NXT is kind of on that borderline, and I think in the be- definitely in the beginning of this match they were too far on the technical side, and that took me away from it for a little. And it it they had to work more to get me into it by the end of it, which I did get to that point by the end of it because I did I did enjoy the end and I loved that spot with the with the uh with the mouth guard. By the time he did that double stomp and like on his back and got him into the ground. Yeah. I, I was full in. I was just, uh, I was reacting to everything. So it I was like a like... really slow burn at the beginning to get into yeah. it. Cause you can also like build up on the knuckles when like, cause his like Finn Balor's hands kept getting crushed. And then mm-hmm. Pete done doing that. And then eventually he's like, I can't close my knuckle, like my fingers. <laughs> so it was kind of funny looking at fake guns. They're not pointed out the way. Yeah, which like that's the psychology they're going for, but oh my god, just get to it! Like that's like, <laughs> and really, it was it was just a matter of shaving off two or three minutes of it that I that I would have been fully bought in and probably really liked it. And the only match I would have a criticism for was give the women more more time. But I mean, overall, I really loved it. There's not a takeover that I've watched that I haven't enjoyed. I think I I speak for you in that as well. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah. the. <sighs> There's been portions of some. It's true, yeah, but yeah, we still but like, liked them, yeah. I was yeah. going to say, has there been one that we completely didn't like? We might have to go back and listen to ourselves. <laughs> I think the War Games one, it, the first Women's War Games one, I was really annoyed of. Night were, of. He, no, no, you weren't annoyed. You yeah. were so I was annoyed of the Night of because I was so excited for that match, and they just botched it, in my opinion. But... I I enjoyed the the takeover in its total and it's yeah like everything by the end of the night. Um, so let's see here. Follow up on the tag team classic. Who would you like to see MSK fight in between now and their tag team title? I want to see them go up against Rizango. 
Yeah. I would like to see them. Yeah, I didn't think about that. I don't know why I always don't think about them, even though they're like your favorite tag team. I guess because you're the one that always just has them in forefront. But I was thinking uh, Lucha, who I'd like to see them. Oh, that would be good too. Yeah. Um, do you think they're going to win the belts off of off of uh, player one, player two? I think so, but I think it's going to be due to interference. Yeah. I I hope so. Uh, I hope it's not interference, but that sounds like I could see that being a very mm-hmm. valid possibility. Um, who do you think EO's next rivalry is going to be? I think it's actually going to be Tony Storm, but just Tony Storm. Just Tony. Because she's all like, she's like, you didn't pin me by yourself. Like Mercedes was there, and she wore some shit like that. So, who took the pin in that match? Was it Mercedes? I think it was Tony. I thought so too. That's but, why. That's. But like Mercedes had done damage to Tony, yeah. and then EO just sprung in and took over. Yeah, that's why I'd be hesitant to say it's Tony, but I wouldn't hate it if we got another rematch with the two of them for sure, of ju- of just the two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, at least on a weekly show, at the very least. And then let's see here. So, Dunn and Balor are not finished. Uh, could have been the case, but instead, to wrap up the pay per view, we had player one, player two. Dan, uh, Danny Burch and Oni Lorcan run out and stomp Finn Balor for a long time. They were probably stomping him for at least a minute or two before we finally hear the undisputed music cue. And which I lost my shit because yeah, I go, I, I mean, "Fuck yes!" <laughs> if they weren't gonna sign off after a minute of them stomping on him, th- a minute and a half or two minutes of them stomping on him, undisputed's coming out at some point. <laughs> And so, yeah, I even tweeted out, like, I was like, ah, oh, this is boring. And then I was like, oh, wait a minute. Oh, here we go. Um, but so we, they, they do damage control, kick out the, the, for the brand, as, we're, as I'll refer to them just collectively, since that's maybe what they're going to go as. Mm-hmm. And maybe we'll see McAfee back, which sucks for what happened. And that was as we possibly get a realignment of a, a dream realignment of Undisputed Era. No more Bobby Fish. Insert the prince. Kyle O'Reilly has assumed as presumptively brought him in, but no, Adam Cole's not playing that shit. Adam Cole plays second fiddle to no one. He super kicks Finn Balor, knocks him out, and watching it back, I don't think that he had the intention of breaking up undisputed. That's how it's gonna play. Is he didn't have the intention of breaking undisputed up. Because you watch it back, and he's just like, you know what? Fuck it. Fuck you too, Kyle. You too, like, you wanted to take his chance. Like, we were, how, we were ride or die. We came in this place, and now you're taking this guy's side? Like, it's over. And I think he just decided in that moment, no, I'm going to be at a, This is Adam Cole, baby, show. And even though he took Roddy with him, I think that was that. this is going poor, to be Adam Poor show. Roddy. Poor Roddy. He had a home. He, he had, like, <laughs> his toys and everything. And then mom and dad break up, and then dad takes Roddy. <laughs> but my stuff, like, where are we going? Oh, man. It's, so we, we opened up the show talking about it. Yeah, I've been talking about it for a while. I even at some point wanted it, but watching the... I'll make it the cover photo on here. No, I won't because it'll, it'll, it'll spoil everything. I'm just going to link to it in the show notes, the link of Kyle O'Reilly and the fallout afterwards. That heartbreak on his face. Yeah. Oh my God. He, Kyle O'Reilly is so good at wrestling and telling stories. It is ridiculous. That, 
I believed every second of that heartbreak on his face and undisputed, like all this stuff crashing around him, all of his tenure in NXT for what for Finn Balor. We're going to have to see where this goes, but and this rivalry is going to tear the fucking house down of this promotion. It's going to eclipse DIY. I know that they fought each other in ring of honor. So I cannot wait to now that I'm paying attention to these two. And we've seen these years of them fighting alongside for the culmination of this. It's going to be fucking nuts. <laughs> God damn it. Why'd you make me like undisputed? Um, <laughs> so that you could get here. Like you can see. Yeah. There's a WWE put in the link. That special clip after everything. O'Reilly and Finn are standing up and you can just see the devastation in O'Reilly's face and Finn comes up to you, comes up to him he's like did you know this was going to happen like he's like I don't trust you I don't think I trust you if anything yeah. watch your back and I was like fuck like and, it, and this was O'Reilly was doing this out of respect of how talented they are and oh god damn it like now i'm just thinking about it poor bastard <laughs> man like it was icarus man i was there got rid of bobby fish adam cole finn balor my favorite roderick strong my like the best storyteller here kyle o'reilly and then it just went up in flames because adam cole does not play second fiddle to anybody. We talked about this weeks ago. <sighs> I, was, I can't wait. I was even messaging you, and it was like, hey, of course, iPhone autocorrects. And I go, duck, yeah, because <laughs> it was like, oh, they're going to do it. And then the kick, and I go, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, it's so bad. Because, look, everything else is going on with AEW. I guess AEW's now has agreement with Impact. And now New Japan. Yeah. So technically, Bullet Club is being rebuilt in the U.S. and and is gonna fight against New Japan Bullet Club. The originator is on NXT, the Prince, and so is like the like uh, Adam Cole and other people from it too. Like, cool, we're gonna have Bullet Club here, but under Undisputed, which is totally fine. I don't care. Like, this is awesome. And then you just went, now nah, we're going to fuck with you a little bit, 180, and just destroy all your hearts. <laughs> See, and that's why, like, when we were talking about it before, I'm so with them doing that. And the timing of it now, I wonder if that's the reason that, 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 they're, that they're seeing that. I don't know that AEW is actually going to go in with this Bullet Club thing. I, I honestly don't think they do, because I, I hope these guys are more creative than that. Mm -hmm. And I, like, I, I want them to do the same kind of thing, where they're swerving towards it, and then they just do something different. But if they, like, yeah, I, man, this breakup is still just hitting me hard. I'm at a loss for words for it, like, starting to think about it and, and trying to talk about it now. But uh, it this rivalry is going to be, is going to be killer. From that, that utter elation to the heartbreak that he felt to the climbing the mountain when he's finally going to take out Adam Cole that we're going to like this roller coaster that we're going to see from Kyle O'Reilly is going to be fantastic. I have a question. If O'Reilly takes out Cole, 
Does that mean Cole finally goes up? I think so. <sighs> or he's playing this until his contract ends, and then he's gone. Gone. He's done what he needed to in the main. Sh- he did what he did to in the big company, and then he gets to go play with his friends and his girlfriend forever. Oh, that's right. She is over yeah. there. Yeah, which, if that's the case, if NXT Adam Cole is the only thing we ever get out of him and he never oh, goes man, to get the main show He's teams, been fantastic. Dude, he'll have a, a stellar career. And he had all those resources behind him while he was here, and then he gets to go and, and do, like, everything that he wanted to in AEW. If that's even what he wants to. Maybe he really likes the, the main spotlight here. Oh, man. God damn it. Can Wednesday show up already? I know tomorrow. <laughs> I know tomorrow's Tuesday, but like, yeah. So can we just skip a day ahead? Like, I would have more anime episodes to watch, <laughs> and then we get NXT. So here's my follow up of this one, I guess. Is how do you see this breaking down? Do you see like a Wolfpack NWO type factions, or do they all just break up and go their separate <sighs> ways? Bobby Fish ever come back? What happens from here? I think it, I think it's kind of how you say it. it might be like a Wolfpack thing. Well, we'll have two undisputed. Um, and one, it's just going to be O'Reilly by himself until Fish shows up. And unless he can convince his friend to join him. But I feel that Roddy's going to betray Adam and join O'Reilly towards the end. Because... Cause Roddy, Roddy like totally like, what the fuck's going on, man? Yeah, we were gonna go up for ice Kyle. cream. Can, let's get Kyle. We can go get beer still. <laughs> if we don't have to leave him there, and then he's like, no, it's done, Roddy. Like, don't you understand about this? And it's so funny because Adam's like, let's go. And it was like, he straight up looked like a parent yelling at his kid. Oh man. My heart is is broken, so I think that's a good point to leave it off. Probably won't hear from us until next Sunday. Not even once we have time to process the fallout as well. We'll have a new topic. We can figure it out. Uh, once we get over this this depression here. Uh, Bet you there's I gonna be have... a bunch of new merch that's gonna come out of this. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, we'll get so many more Adam Cole baby shirts. <laughs> uh, I am done for my thoughts on take under i think i can close the book on my commentary here what are you you got anything left for us keep watching nxc and always watch a a takeover and also cover your face protect people (laughs) (laughs) yeah bye guys see you next time i just want everybody to be happy and be undisputed again That'll probably happen in three years. (laughs) In the main show. (laughs)